the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. It's Arthur Idala on AM970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. Arthur Idala. This is Christine Nicholas. I'm filling in for the Power Hours Arthur Idala, and you can hear the strumming of Jerry Garcia with the Grateful Dead. Not quite the Rolling Stones, Arthur, but this is what happens when you go away and I take over, okay? It's still the same, you know, 80s, 70s with Stones, but I'm going to do a little Grateful Dead because it is countdown to the end of the year, and I'm going to reflect on all the amazing things that we're grateful for. And uh, three of them right now are in the studio with me. I've got my son, Lucas Nicholas, who is my rock of Gibraltar. Love you so much. And the fact that you came to the studio with me today here in Times Square, it just makes me so, so happy. Uh, and then I also have my right arm, A.B. Byrne, Alexander Byrne, who I could not do this job without you, A.B. Not only this job, but my real job, well, <laughs> I'm the CEO of Nicholas and Lentz Communications. So A.B. keeps me on the straight and narrow. Thank you so much, A.B. My pleasure, Christine. And then I got the other Alex, right? Alex. Hello, Garrett. hello. Welcome to the Power <laughs> Hour. How are you feeling tonight, Christine? I'm doing great. You know, it's it's easy to have two Alexes in the in. The, it's true. <laughs> so, you know, but it, it's really great, Alex. We have known each other for so long. I mean, it's just I've known you since you were a kid, and we'd be at Yankee games together. And I'm getting chills just hearing this right now, but it's true. I've I've always loved uh, hanging out with you guys, and you know, you helped resurrect the city after 9/11, and that's kind of where we started our friendship, if not a little before that, right? So yeah, was... a little bit before that. I mean, with, when I was in City Hall working for Mayor Giuliani. And, uh, you know, going to Yankee games was a part of the uh, job description. Okay, really, you know, somebody had to do it. (laughs) Well, we we know that you do a show here uh, actually about an hour from now. But I want to know more about Christine Nicholas. Tell us about yourself a little bit, because maybe the listeners don't know all about Christine, even though you're on every week. (laughs) Well, thanks so much, Alex. You know, look, um, I got my start in Washington right out of school, political science major, and and just, you know, part of success is luck. And I was lucky enough to work for an amazing congresswoman named Helen Bentley, who became the co-chair of George Bush's presidential campaign way back in 88. So, uh, you know, ended up, boom, you know, working as her press secretary and then got to, uh, he became president and then worked traveling around the country doing advanced finance work for uh, the NRCC, 
and got such a, a taste for, uh, you know, this, the politics. But can you, I was pinching myself at like 24, 25, basically traveling around the, the, the nation on behalf of the president and his cabinet. So uh, long story short, I came back home to New York. I'm a Brooklyn native, Ocean Avenue, all right? So uh, Ocean Parkway and and Jay. So um, here I am, you know, started working uh, for the mayor and his campaign, Mayor Giuliani, and uh, became his press secretary. And then NYC and company headed up New York City's Tourism Bureau. Right before 9-11, of course, tourism was going great. And then 9-11 happened and we had to figure out how do we market New York City when it's uh, still smoking and people are still trying to find their loved ones. It was a very difficult job, but I was honored to do it. And then um, my COO at the time at, at NYC and company, George Lentz and I, we worked so well together, we decided to hang a shingle together. And that was 15 years ago. And we founded Nicholas and Lentz Communications. So, so here we are. And now I get to work with wonderful people like AB, great staff. I think I have the best team and we have the greatest clients, uh, some of whom include people that are, you know, groups that are doing really amazing work, like Live on New York, Tuesday's Children, uh, Friends of Firefighters, the Gary Sinise Foundation, Travis Mills. You know, these are these are folks that um, are really putting city, state and country first. Um, You know, so we've got great Times Square clients too, great bid clients. In fact, we're going to hear a little bit later, um, not only from Live on New York, or, uh, Lenny Etchen, who's uh, a guest later on, but we're also going to hear from uh, Tom T-Square later on in in the next uh, Radio yeah, Night Live. Yeah. Radio Night Live is our, our next show, which I uh, co-host with Kevin McCullough every Friday at 7 to 8. And um, so that's it in a nutshell, Alex. Did I cover enough there? I think so. Well, we love having you as part of our family here, you and AB at AM 970 The Answer. So thanks for pitching in tonight. I know you're very excited to host uh, the Power Hour tonight as well. Well, we are. I mean, I love hosting, uh, you know, with Arthur. I love being a guest of Arthur's. And we've had, uh, oh my goodness, earlier this month, we did a live broadcast from Times Square for two hours. Arthur and Kevin shared the time together. So we had two hours. Um, it was freezing cold. It was early December. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> we were smart enough to be in the studio, Alex. I'll just say that. But AB was out there freezing. Um, and But the good thing is they were smart because Regina Foas from the Times Square Alliance helped put the guests together. So she was very smart. And she had the restaurant and the bar owners come in and they were required to bring a tasting or a sampling. So a lot of them brought hot toddies or mulled wine. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it was cold. But um, all I'll say is that the beginning of the show was a lot drier <laughs> than the end of the show. <laughs> it got a little sassy there at the end. But, well, I'll but tell you, I know everybody was obsessing over the hot toddies. That's for sure. Oh, yeah, I know. There was, in fact, the long room was one of our guests with, uh, and he talked about the fireside delights. And one of my favorites was the... Um, the long room hot toddy, but he also had the spiced apple to, uh, toddy. That was um, the best. That was my wine, favorite. Warm apple cider. Mm-hmm. Really good stuff. And uh, the long room, you know, is right here in Times Square. So yeah, that was good stuff. Um, but I'm just, you know, with it being just hours from hours from a new year, I'm curious what you two might be grateful for. Lucas, you're on tap too. You should think about what you're grateful for. Um, Look ahead, A.B. 
I just think, Christine, I feel so grateful, I think, to be a part. You spoke so beautifully about our Nicholas and Lenz team. And I feel so proud to be a part of such an organization that our clients are amazing, but is doing the work that highlights New York. And especially coming back from the pandemic, just highlighting all that is good about tourism, about the people within New York, whether it's visitors, whether it's people who've lived here all of their lives. And I feel very proud of that. So I think that's what I'm most grateful for in 2022 and looking forward to continuing that work in 23. Well, I hope so too. Because <laughs> <laughs> we love working together also on the Broadway Association. Absolutely. It's really a passion. Alex Garrett, which, what are you grateful for? Well, first of all, you two make a great team every Friday. I mean, it's like you, you are all on it every every Friday. We love working with you. But for me, I guess, given the keys to a lot of these different shows the last year, you know, I kind of came into 970 as a production assistant and not sure, not sure where that would lead to. And now I work with Piscopo and McCullough and, you know, Arthur mm. Dallas. So I guess not uh, entering year 10 here. Um, I'm grateful that I've been given the keys, if you will, to many of these different shows and to be working with everybody and folks like yourselves as well. So a lot of grateful when I think of that and surviving COVID. I started the year with COVID, by the way. So I got over that like a week into the year. Alex Garrett, you are a survivor. I don't know if everybody knows because we're on radio, but you also have a handicap that I never, ever see anything let you down. Um, always have a smile. And you always get around and you are an inspiration, you know, mm-hmm. much like Travis Mills is an inspiration for so many. But oh, I love I love listening to Travis's story and that every, you know, every time we have him on, it just the, it pulls at your heartstring, doesn't it? Truly, it really does. All right. I got Lucas Nicholas here, 14. He's going to tell us what he's grateful for. Um, I'm grateful. Uh, I'm grateful for living in a wealthy area and living in America. <laughs> Uh, and we, we could I could have been born in, in another country, so I'm just grateful that it's America. Wow, that is that's amazing because <laughs> yes, Lucas, yes, we we don't live in a wealthy area, just so for the record. But I think what he means is that America is a wealthy country, and yeah. uh, and we are. Even if um, you know we take care of our poor, we could certainly do a better job. We've got uh, ways to go on some things, but. Um, I am so proud as well, Lucas, to be living here in America. Um, so, folks, don't go away. With well, the wait a minute. You used to be a little DJ here. What are we going to listen to to end this segment? I know Arthur loves his music. So what do you want to come? Oh, what do my goodness. Yeah, I know. I love, his, I love his Sinatra, too, and everything. But, you know, we're listening to The Grateful Dead tonight, okay, because we are grateful. And I think we're going to listen to The Eyes of the World because we are going to talk about Times Square a little bit. And the eyes of the world will be on Times Square with the ball drop. Woo! Just hours from now, folks. One day from now and a few hours from now, that ball will be dropping in Times Square. No pressure, Tom T. Square, Tom Harris. Let me ask you something. Is your husband or wife in a hospital or a rehab center? I sincerely hope not, but it's always in the realm of possibilities. 
Do you know that the cost of a nursing home is $500 a day? That's right, $15,000 a month. Are you frightened about bankruptcy just to pay for the medical and facility expenses? Don't panic. Just call our friends at Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. These attorneys really know their stuff. They've helped hundreds and hundreds of people just like you with the same thing you're going through. They will tell you exactly what you're eligible for, and they'll also help you devise a plan to avoid such dire news. What should you do? You should call Connors and Sullivan for a free initial consultation with a lawyer today, right now. Call 718-238-6500. Their offices are in Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, and Staten Island. 718-238-6500. It's never too late. The time to act is now. And trust me, folks, after you speak to one of the lawyers at Connors and Sullivan, you'll be glad that you did. Do you want to kick your new year off right by getting healthy and sticking with your resolutions? We can help. Our annual holiday buy one, get one free sale is on now. Buy any Invite Health product at suggested retail and get the second bottle free. Say hello to the new year by learning more about how to stay healthy from Invite Health. Listen to past shows and informative podcasts all at invitehealth.com. Download the Invite Health app from the App Store or Google Play Store and stay connected. Give us a call to order by phone, 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Visit invitehealth.com for our retail locations and to set up a free nutritional consultation in person, by phone, or by video. Take advantage of Invite's limited time buy one get one free annual holiday sale contact invite at 800-673-2345 that number again 800-673-2345 or go to invitehealth.com invite health get healthy stay healthy listen to us online at am970theanswer.com tune in iheart alexa or odyssey.com Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. All right, well, welcome back to the Tunes of the Grateful Dead tonight because tonight is about being grateful for all of the amazing things that make New York so special. And I think tonight uh, I want to pay tribute to those that work so hard um, helping people and giving life to others. So um, my guest tonight is Leonard Achen. And, you know, Lenny, he is the president and CEO of Live On New York, which is a fabulous organization. It is the organ procurement organization for New York City, the tri-state area. And, you know, it hasn't been, um, obviously, when people hear about organ donation, and I am a proud organ donor on my license, I've got my heart, and I encourage all the listeners to do the same, because it really is life-changing uh, in a good way, because through tragedy, as we saw earlier this year, we started 2022 uh, with Detective Moya being an organ donor after he was gunned down ambush style with his partner. Uh, and then he saved five lives and the police commissioner, Sewell, uh, did an amazing job. And very you know difficult. Grace under fire. This was just a week or two into her, uh, you know, being a her appointment of being police commissioner, first female police commissioner, and she has to get up in front of a huge audience, not only in person at St. Patrick's Cathedral, but then also televised for the world to see. 
And she talked about him being a two-time hero or three-time hero, rather, because, you know, he uh, joined the police department. He then served and paid the ultimate sacrifice. But then through his organ donation, he then was able to save five others. And uh, just this Thursday, uh, we saw this play out again uh, with the tragic accidental death of fire department uh, Mooney. Uh, so this was a, another tragedy, but uh, thanks to Live On New York and the fact that um, the Mooney family is an incredibly supportive of organ donation. In fact, he was a big supporter, Lenny. He was telling other people in his fire department, Billy was, uh, Billy Moon was, um, I'm sorry, it's it's Moon, not Mooney. <laughs> I have a good friend that's a fire firefighter who's Mooney, but this is firefighter Moon. Um, but he was an advocate for Live on New York. And uh, through his uh, donation, he also saved lives. So Lenny Chen, thank you so much for all the work that you do. Thank you for joining us here uh, on AM 970, the Power Hour for Arthur Idella. And, you know, tell us a little bit about how this happens and how um, how we can also help. Sure. Thanks, Christine. And, you know, the the thanks is to our generous New York community who we're all New Yorkers, we all love. And that generosity has created such an amazing opportunity over the last year. Um, you know, and you've just mentioned three um, of, of, of our, um, you know, public servants, uh, FDNY, NYPD, along also with our tissue donor, Firefighter Gerhardt, out from Long Island earlier in the year, just a month after um you know, uh, Detective Mora um, had passed away, but they represent nearly, you know, close to now, as of today, 475 donors who gave that gift of life, uh, a record-breaking um, year again in 2022. Um, actually, December broke the amount of um, historical records in our state, uh, getting up to past 50 donors for just December, giving that gift of life through the holiday season. Um, you know, the way that that translates to lives saved and organs transplanted is we are very close to hitting a uh, 1300 organs transplanted mark. Just for context, last year we broke the New York City metro region um, and state records as getting over the 1000 mark. So imagine another 300 um, of those lives and organs transplanted and generational impact of that that you're talking about today, right? A organ donor uh, donating can save up to eight lives. Um, so Detective Morris saved five. Firefighter Gearhart, who's a tissue donor, changed the lives of up to 75. Um, and then we see, you know, firefighter Billy Moon, just, you know, whose services were this week and, and funeral, um, again, saving five lives in New York and Pennsylvania. Um, and all of these families and the communities around them and the FDNY and YPD. But again, those representing um, visible donors, right? But that's out of 475 of our community members who've given back being huge advocates for creating a movement here in New York to increase the sentiment over the last year. And that's the real thing that started was we created a different kind of conversation to get rid of the myths, the myth conceptions, the taboo side of this. And having a real conversation in the community about donation has significantly increased it, thanks to also the media and, and you and media partners out there who've brought and raised the awareness of organ donation to the table. Well, we're proud to play our role. Um, you know, Lenny, 
I understand that the families who have to go through the grief um, of losing a loved one uh, is 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 so difficult, obviously. But those that have decided then, uh, you know, to give the organs for life, they have a different experience. In in your just working so closely with these families, can you touch on a bit about how that is uh, so different? for the families if they, you know, when that Yeah, happens. absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, you know, the 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 role that we have is tough and again by the grace of our community, they trust us and and we're the stewards of those gifts. The families we hold their hands. Um you have to really think about that darkest moment for that family member who's saying I want my loved one to live on. I want their legacy to be that they saved lives and I want to help others live on, right? So they're living on, they're helping others live on. I mean, even more recently in Brooklyn, right? Ethan Holder, right? He saved six lives, the the school teacher who who was shot um, in Brooklyn, right? Six lives and the grief of that family. Um, and, you know, being able to find light, um, being able to come out of the darkness and find light in being able to save six people's lives after such a tragic event right? We had nine-year-old, um, um, you know, Angel Salas out in Suffolk County um, killed by, you know, alleged drunk driver, right? Um, we had moped. I mean, so much every single day, uh, what we're seeing and what we're engaging with is, are these moments of grief, these moments of loss? And not only do we manage that on the front end by holding that family's hand, but you know what? They're the ones who are asking and they're the ones who are saying, I want my loved one to be a donor or if they're a first person donor, meaning they're registered like we are, like we opened up and talked like about it. Billy Moon. Yeah. yeah. Like Billy Moon. Yeah. Billy Moon was a registered donor. They're honoring his wishes. We're honoring his wishes. So there is a great peace that comes from that. We, we talked to so many families and also the ones who are second authorized parties who make that decision for their family members. Um, sometimes they don't know the impact of it right away. Mm -hmm. And in months to come, years to come, it gives them so much, um, so much of a legacy and something to understand, to make sense of, of this. And, and that's what's most powerful about it. We also have Family Service Center. We keep in touch with thousands of donor family members. We do bereavement counseling. We talk to them on the phone. We do counseling. We stay in touch with them um, and they become a part of Live On. You know, so many of our volunteers and so many of the people out helping us to, you know, get the word out about organ donation are the very families who've had to make that tough decision because they've seen the light at the end of that darkness. Yeah, I mean, and, and even the name Live On New York, when you think about it, yes, you're giving life to others, but the families who are in mourning, they're also being given back life in a way because their loved one is now part of others. I've seen uh, some of these very touching um, reunions with the family members, um, you know, with the with those who have been given the donation and they're, they're living and they there's such a bond, you know, yep. and often you see, you know, the the mother or the parent listening to the heart, you know, it's it's really touching. It's beautiful. I mean, it's um, and they there's tell us about this bond. I mean, it just. Yeah. Like it's, uh, it's yeah, Levon. Yeah, Levon's a, a great name because it touches uh, a trifecta, right? It's the family who's living on. It's the generational impact of that that donor and their legacy living on through others, and then it's the transplant recipient 
who got off of that wait list, who has a second chance at life or the tissue um, recipient, right? Who has that second chance at life and a functional life um, to live on. And the impact there, just so that your audience knows, a donor family or recipient family can make a request to meet one another. And we become the intermediary between the donor and the donor family and that transplant recipient. If both parties agree, we get them together. Um, and there are tremendous bonds, as you know, the event that we have at St. Patty's with, with uh, other organizations that host that and so many other events are bringing together is just a, an impact that you can you can really, really feel and understand the power of organ and tissue donation. And that that's the best thing to see is seeing those stories of them come together. Uh, Lenny, do you have the date yet for the event at St. Patrick's Cathedral that you do? No, not yet. We, the we, beautiful we'll mass. Yeah, I, I know the Cardinal uh, partakes in that. It, it really is a, a fantastic mass, uplifting, really. Yeah, standing room only, beautiful mm-hmm. event. And yeah, we'll get make sure you, we get that for you uh, so that you can let your audience know to come and participate and see that. If person. our listeners are interested in becoming organ donors or want to learn more, how do they do that? Yes, please go to liveonny.org, L-I-V-E-O-N-N-Y.org, and you'll see a button, click it, that says become an organ donor. Uh, please just let your family know how you feel about donation and that you're supportive as well. Or you could sign up at the DMV or the registry, the National Registry or Donate Life Registry for New York. But you could just go to liveonny.org, sign up to be a donor, save lives, change lives, live on and have a legacy uh, forever. Um, generational impact. Um, thank you. That's that's the way to do it. Well, Lenny Etchen, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, today, President and CEO of Live On New York. You guys are doing fabulous work. And your team, it's a its a pleasure working with your team. And they are, uh, you know, they are all trained and they're calm. And my okay. New Year's resolution, of course, is to be more patient. Okay. They are the most patient people that I'm <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all. And Happy New Year. We really appreciate this. Thank you. All right. I'm an organ donor. Save a life. Well, don't go away. Uh, we'll be right back. We've got a full show ahead of us, but Lenny, thank you so much. Happy New Year to you and your family. Happy New Year. All right, we'll be right back. Listen to AM 970 The Answer on Alexa. Tune in, iHeart, or odyssey.com. So, you know... I'm surrounded with these judges here who are my partners. Um, we're always in and out of uh, the courthouse. So I just want to make sure you guys understand that there is a very vital part of every courtroom, every courtroom that you could be a part of. And we are giving you the opportunity. Plaza College is giving you the opportunity to be part of the excitement. And that is by becoming a court reporter. Because court reporters and captioners are in higher demand than ever before. Court systems, schools, and television stations, they're all looking for professionals to record and caption everything from depositions to court cases to live events. The NCRA has partnered up with Plaza College to offer a free two-week virtual seminar that gives you a glimpse into the world of court reporting and captioning. The program is called A to Z and is being offered free and can be completed from the convenience of your home. So sign up today by emailing info at plazacollege.edu. That's info at plazacollege.edu. Info at plazacollege.edu.
Orange basketball looks to bounce back Saturday when it meets Boston College in the Dome to close out the calendar year. Join us for Orange pregame at 1.30, tip-off at 2 on AM 970, The Answer. New York's home for Syracuse University basketball. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. We're back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. Arthur Idala is obviously not here. This is Christine Nicholas filling in for Arthur Idala with the uh, Power Hour. Uh, you know, there's no one greater for a Power Hour than Arthur Idala, so we do miss him and wish him a very happy new year. And also, you know, thanks to Joni and thanks to Arthur. I'm just really honored that they've asked me to fill in. You know, those are big, powerful shoes to fill. So I don't know. I'm only a size seven, <laughs> but uh, but we'll do our best. You know, um, there's been so much to be grateful for, as I mentioned earlier, for this year. Um, and one of the things that I'm grateful for is Caroline Hirsch and uh, Caroline's on Broadway and the the New York Comedy Festival, because if we ever needed some laughs, it was certainly this year and last year coming out of the pandemic. And what Caroline has been able to do, not only over her 40 years of, of really leading this industry, um, you know, just being an amazing rock star, if you will, uh, for the comedy industry and finding new talent, emerging talent, uh, and then also showcasing, um, you know, terrific talent every night at Caroline's on Broadway. Uh, but with the Comedy Festival, it just got bigger and better. And, you know, late, earlier this month, in fact, we broke the news here on the Power Hour um, with Arthur Idala that her lease would not be renewed. And she's been in the same place on 49th and Broadway for 30 years. And uh, a great tenant, you know, really brought life to that northern part of Times Square, which, you know, can be a little bit, uh, it's its just not as well traversed as down in lower Times Square. Uh, but she really, um, it was a mainstay. But unfortunately, landlord decided that they wanted to raise the rent. And as we all know, the rent is too damn high in the city. Uh, so she said, you know what? Vamanos, you know, like, yeah, basta, enough is enough. And she uh, is going to be looking for a new space so that we can continue the laughter. And also New York Comedy Festival is, is going to continue on um, in November. But I wanted to bring on a very special guest today, Stuart Miller, who's a journalist. He's been a journalist for 30 years as well, and he's covered comedy. So he has had some great insight to Caroline Hirsch to the whole comedy industry. And he has an, uh, a really terrific article in the Daily News today about 
the last days of of Caroline's. And Stuart Miller, welcome to uh, welcome to the show. Thank you. And, and um, you know, you in your article, you were able to reach some of the greats, Jay Leno, for example, and he said some amazing things about Caroline. So how did how did that work out? Just well, so that was actually interesting because this all came together very last minute in terms of uh, getting my editor to say yes to the story. And she's like, but I want you to get some big names. Because I knew I could reach, you know, like Zach Zimmerman is one of the guys I quote in the story who has some very funny quotes. He's a fantastic up-and-coming young comic who I know, but also Caroline has really nurtured him in the last couple of years. And and so I knew he would be thrilled to uh, to talk about her and what she's meant. He's actually hosting their grand finale on Saturday night. But my editor wanted people that would grab the reader. So I was like, well, I'll try for Jay Leno, thinking, you know what? I'm not going to get Jay Leno. <laughs> um, and I sent an email. And then that night at midnight or after midnight, New York time, I get an email from somebody, his one of his producers saying, hey, what's your cell phone number? Jay will just call you at some point. <laughs> like, okay. So I send my email and I just figured that it would be like, it would be set up the next day at 8 30 the next morning my phone rings and it says restricted I'm like i actually thought it was a, a plumber coming to fix a leak in my house uh, and it turned out and i pick up the phone and it's jay leno he's like hey and i realized it was 5 30 in the morning in california so that's how enthused he was about talking about this and yeah. you know i have a few quotes from jay in the story but he really talked at much greater length because he really talked about what the club meant for him and for comedy, you know, and, and this was pre Caroline's on Broadway. This was when she was starting out in the eighties. And he really talked about how she really elevated the art form of comedy from being a, a kind of a brick wall place with cheap beer and, you know, people kind of half listening to the comedian and either getting drunk and then heckling or, you know, to this place where he said it felt like a nightclub and it was classy and elegant and people were there to listen and then that gave the comedians a chance to take more chances with their material to not have to be just like as shocking as possible you know a comedian like jay for instance who's not just trying was not in the 80s was not trying to be out there just working vulgar you know like he was trying to craft jokes so for him it made a really big difference in his career so he was really enthusiastic to talk about it he likened the, the club closing to when new york lost the copacabana oh yeah yeah. Um, like as as a cultural loss. Although, as he pointed out, you know, he said, look, the truth is, if Caroline does decide to reopen it somewhere else, she has so much goodwill with comedians and so much brand equity with the public that this Broadway location was fantastic and it was suitable for a headline place. It really had that kind of pizzazz and, the, you know, it really it was fantastic. But his point was wherever she opens it up in New York, people will go to it because it's Caroline's. Yeah. Yeah. You mentioned that saying that uh, Jay Leno said that her brand is so strong that quote, no matter where it is, people will come. It will still be Caroline's, you know, and, and it's yes. bigger than the four walls and better than the dank basement as she calls it. You know, yeah. <laughs> Maybe the next stage will be uh, on ground level or above, you know, right. And, as graduated as Andrew Fox likes to say, we yes, from the basement, you know, like, yeah, <laughs> you know, if you remember those skits on Saturday Night Live of like, you know, the kids down in the basement, <laughs> that, well, that's you know, and as a separate aside, I mean, it's a great place. The, the way the club looks is fantastic, but 
But in terms of this landlord, I don't know what they think they're going to get that's going to be better suited to that than an elegant nightclub. I mean, it's just, you well, know, a whole... You know, Stuart, that space, if you recall, because it when they um, they had to tear down a theater to make that building, it's in an right. right? So there was a rule, a city planning rule, a zoning law, that whatever occupies that space has to be entertainment, live entertainment. Right. So it is going to be very tricky. And unfortunately, like so many other storefronts and, and businesses in New York, when they leave, they just stay vacant for years and years. Right. And, you know, we're in the Midtown area near Times Square and, uh, you know, just walking uh, to the office, I'm passing vacant vacancy after vacancy. And it's uh, it's really a shame. It is. You know, good luck getting a, a space in general, but you're never going to get a space as prominent and as important culturally. Right. Airlines, in fact, just yesterday, the New York uh, Center, the National Comedy Center right. uh, up in Jamestown. Um, the hometown of Lucille Ball. That's why it's way up there right, yeah. in New York. They came down um, to New York. They drove seven hours because their flights were canceled, of course, <laughs> crazy stuff. But they came down to make the announcement that um, the artifacts at Caroline's on Broadway, including the Harlequin uh, Harlequin block and the, right. the sign that everybody knows that says Caroline's behind the uh, performers, the stage, the mic, the barfly stools and the curtains, uh, they are all going up to Jamestown. And there's going to be a great tribute display for Caroline, um, which will open up in the springtime. They don't know the details. And in fact, you know, truth be told, Caroline, I ha we haven't even been up there yet. So this is a right. great road trip that we're planning for the spring to go check it out. That's that's have fantastic. And, and the reason they're doing it, by the way, is because it was not just Jay Leno. I mean, when Caroline and I were talking the other day, you know, the list of people who, you know, Jim Gaffigan, you know, I quote in the story about how important, you know, she was to his career and the club was, but it's it's Kevin Hart, it's Bill Burr, you know, it's it's that level of, and it just goes on and on, all these people, and then younger comedians too, Michael Che, who I saw perform that um, Wednesday night, and then I, you know, Ricky Velez is another young comic who just had his first HBO special. These guys got their start at the New York, or the break at the New York's funniest uh, event, which was something that Caroline ran and had at the festival. And as a way to give young comedians a, a chance to rate, really break through in the industry. And that's what's going to be sorely missed. Right. In fact, Michael Che added a show uh, just this past week on Wednesday night, and he brought Caroline up to the stage. You were at that show. Yes, it was an amazing show. I'll tell you what was an amazing show. What was so amazing about that show is on the one hand, it was a very special night because he added the show just because he wanted to be there and he went way over and he brought all the other comedians, the opening acts back up at the end and he brought Caroline back up to speak. And so that was really fantastic. But what was really amazing about it is that it was just on some level, a normal night at Caroline's in that you had a major headliner and that the opening acts was like Alex English and Sam Jay. You know, Alex English is somebody who's Caroline has really nurtured and has talked right. to me about in the past. He's going to be a star, right. you know, and Sam Jay is really great. And so it was just a typical Wednesday on some level and <laughs> had that special feel because it was this valedictory feel to it. But what was amazing was it, it represented what was so great about Caroline's that you had these amazing opening acts and then a big star. Yeah. Well, it's it. I wish I was there. I, I was uh, honored to see Michael Che in the summer when he did his residency this past summer at Caroline's. You know, uh, Stuart Miller, there's so much more to touch on for comedy. Can you stay an extra segment yes. with us? 
All right, sure. we're going to be back with Stuart Miller to talk about comedy, Caroline's on Broadway, and all the things that we're grateful about this year and looking forward to next year. So don't go away. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Well, folks, New Year's Eve is right around the corner, and why not sail into 2023 aboard the Atlantis Yacht? The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a fabulous New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. It's the best place for a 360-degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. Event itinerary includes hors d'oeuvres and gourmet buffet, premium open bar featuring their gold bar with festive New Year's Eve cocktails and live DJ entertainment. And of course, there will be free-flowing champagne. Speaking of New Year's, I can't think of a better place to pop the question to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis. Captain Fred and the amazing New York Cruises staff go above and beyond with every detail. Tickets are going fast. For more information or to buy tickets, visit NewYorkCruises.com or call 718-646-8083. What if I told you there was a way to step into another gear for your brain and be much sharper, more focused, and improve your memory to a level that you could only dream about and notice these results in 30 minutes? Hard to believe? Neuroscientists are calling this new brain discovery the biggest advancement in brain science to date. It's called Limitless, the brain pill of the future. Take it, and within 30 minutes, you'll transport your mind to a new level of focus and clarity you would have never thought possible. I took Limitless, and it started working in minutes. All of a sudden, it felt like a dark cloud had been lifted up right before my eyes. I have a mental clarity I've never felt before. Biz execs, athletes, teachers, and students are calling Limitless a secret weapon for the brain. You have nothing to lose, so call now and find out how to get a free bottle today. Find out how to get a free bottle of Limitless. Call 1-800-647-8397. 800-647-8397. Free bottles for a limited time. Call now. 800-647-8397. 800-647-8397. A Climate Change with Matt Matern explores all angles of fighting climate change and helping our environment. Matt also explores changing the climate of our political dialogue and helping to unite and heal this nation. A Climate Change is a one-hour talk-focused show hosted by Matt Matern, a highly experienced employment and environmental attorney who talks issues with today's top authors and influential personalities. Sunday nights at 8 on AM 970, The Answer. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Well, welcome back to the Arthur Idella Power Hour. I'm Christine Nicholas. I am filling in for Arthur on these last few hours Last hours of 2022, live from Times Square, from the home office here on 44th Street. Um, You know, we've been talking with Stuart Miller, 
uh, about Caroline's because that is the end of the era for uh, Caroline's on Broadway, but not for Caroline and not for um, the New York Comedy Festival. And Stuart has a great article in today's Daily News. And I just want to pull a quote from Zach Zimmerman that you uh, shared with the public here. He says, um, it's ridiculously impressive they survived 30 years in Times Square, a feat normally reserved for chain restaurants and mutant rats. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely love that. That gives you an idea of how funny he is. Yes. Also, uh, the staying power of Caroline Hirsch. Stuart, welcome back. We were during the break, we were talking about the comedy festival. Yeah, I think it's just such an important part of what Caroline has done for comedy and, you know, and for the city, which for me as a native New Yorker, I just love so much. Um, and I was saying that, that the festival is an amazing thing. Louis Ferranda, who's been Caroline's booker for almost 30 years and who oversees bringing together all this talent for the festival, always talks about how, you know, he's bringing in international comedians and this comedy coming in from all over the country to be part of it. But what I love about it is that it's always, there's always a chance to see great New York comedians. I've, you know, uh, people who are from here, like Ricky Velez, who won year one New York's Funniest. Um, at the festival, Michael Che won that there, and also comedians who have made New York their home. I saw John Mulaney, you know, as part of the festival this year, and um, as part of comics to watch this year. There's a guy named Nick Vegas, who's um, an amazing young comedian who has a really tough, really bad stutter, um, but is is really funny and has built a set around that, but also around other material as well. And he's a social worker for New York City, oh, wow. and yet. And yet he's a great young live stand-up who I saw at Caroline's for the first time. Wow. So that's part of Caroline's, you know, what she's done because it's part of the festival and part of the club. And, you know, I think the festival is also important because the kind of the foundation or the cornerstone of the festival is stand-up for heroes, right. which was kind of an example of the way Caroline has always tried to give back. Um, in the article, I talk about the Ms. Um, foundation and the comedy they do to promote women. But stand-up for heroes was something... She formed with Bob Woodruff and the Bob Woodruff Foundation to um, raise money for for charities that work with wounded warriors. And it's a, a great organization. And Caroline and Lewis have, for 16 years, brought together an amazing collection of talent. John Stewart, who obviously is, you know has New York roots. His uh, grandparents grew up on Ocean Parkway. Oh, that's oh no, lived, no, I'm sorry. They had a candy store on Ocean Parkway right near where my grandparents lived. That's where I'm from, and, Ocean Parkway. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Um, you know, and and Springsteen is there every year, and and you always get people like John Oliver or Conan O'Brien or Hassan Minaj, all these amazing talents performing as part of it to give back, and so that's that's become a foundation of the festival, and I think it symbolizes Caroline in a, in a way because it's it's really funny, it's really a memorable night. Springsteen tells some of the worst jokes you've ever heard, and it raises it raises a lot of money and does a lot of good. Yeah, so. Musician, because it makes up for the really bad jokes that he tells. Yes, yeah, yeah. And He's a pretty decent musician. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it kicks off the comedy festival, as you mentioned, which is oh, takes place always in November. They're going to be celebrating their nineteenth year this year, uh, and this year was very special because it kicked off the first public show at the Geffen Hall, the brand new Geffen Hall at Lincoln Center. So, yeah. how well respected uh, Caroline and. The Bob Woodruff Foundation and the festival has that New York City's most premier, newest location wanted to host uh, the comedy festival. Yes. Yeah. Um, I happened to catch Jimmy O. Yang over at Town Hall. Um, Another know. great show I did, too. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe Coy at Madison Square Garden. I mean, it's 
you know, these are the folks that have all sort of like started off on the on Caroline stage. And then, I mean, uh, Joe Coy was like, you know, now he's selling out Madison Square Garden. Right. <laughs> so. But and then the other thing is, even people who didn't necessarily get their start there, like, I mean, Conan O'Brien is a good example of that he did, you know, his podcast live from the beacon as part of this, you know, this year's, but he's performed and done stand up as part of the festival in the past, too. And it's clear that he has a loyalty, you know, that he loves coming back to New York, but he also loves being part of, of this festival that she's created because it is such a, a premier event. And for that, you know, for the podcast this year at uh, the Beacon Theater, he had Stephen Colbert one night, which was a fantastic night. And then he had Tracy Morgan the next night. So it's kind of like shows you the the level of talent that that the New York Comedy Festival brings together. Yeah, and it's in all five boroughs. I mean, this year it also extended into Long Island at Elmont at the new UBS. Or Mulaney, yeah. Uh, but it's in all five boroughs, and, you know, it's packed, you know? And, yeah, and it's great for the smaller comedy clubs, too. Right. You know, like, you go to these comedy clubs in Brooklyn or the Bronx or, or Staten Island and Queens, they, you know, it gives them that extra bit of cachet, extra bit of attention. And so, it's again, it's a boost for the city, yeah. Beyond just for for Caroline and for Carolines. Yeah, I mean, it was up in Arthur Avenue. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not a place that you know, you uh, you know you associated with cooking with wonderful cuisine, yes. right? restaurants, place great place to shop. But and yeah, all these, shopping, you yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> um, you know, Caroline was uh, taping a segment for the National Comedy Center for the display that they're going to be putting on. So I I happened to sit in on the. Uh, but she was talking about Billy Crystal, and it's interesting because Billy Crystal had tried out for Saturday Night Live, and he didn't make it. This is when Lorne Michaels had taken the hiatus, and Dick right. was the producer. So Dick Ebersole had happened to be in Caroline's that night when Billy Crystal was doing stand-up. And Caroline whispered, saying he was passed over at SNL. And he's like, what? This guy's great. So he tells him to come in for another audition. And then sure enough, he makes it onto the cast. I mean, that's what happens every night. Uh, you know, it's. Uh... Well, and Jay Leno told me a story that, again, that I didn't have room for, but where he was talking about how when he was performing at Caroline's in the 80s, in the early 80s, um, Letterman, this was back when they were still friends, uh, when you know, because Letterman really helped boost Leno's career by having him on his show. And um, so he came to see him there and. Leno's opening act was this young unknown comic named Paul Reiser. Oh yeah. And and Leno said to, to Letterman, Oh, keep an eye on this guy. He's gonna be somebody. So it's that, I mean, that's kind of what was going on at Caroline's, you know, then. And she talked about, I, I mentioned this in the article, you know, I mean, it became a place to be. So like Emo Phillips would be performing and there'd be a huge crowd, and then Robert Plant would be touring from Led Zeppelin and would come to see Emo Phillips at Caroline's or in the nineties, you'd get the Knicks of the Oakley yeah. Ewing Starks era coming to Caroline's after their home games, you know, so it's been a real New York fixture and hopefully she'll find a new home and continue that tradition. Yeah. Let's hope so. Stuart Miller is our guest. He is a, a freelance journalist, but has written for variety for many, many years, daily news. He's got a great article right now today on Caroline's. How did you end up uh, covering comedy? How'd you fall into that? I mean, I've always I've always been a fan of comedy, and I've written about it. You know, as a freelancer, I write about everything. So I write about tennis and baseball and theater and politics and Sports. the environment and and Westchester and, with cranes and, and and yeah and books and movies and TV. So I write about everything. Um, but mo a lot of the the comedy that I've done 
writing about comedy I've done has been for Variety over the last decade. And um, I've been covering the comedy festival and writing about the work that Caroline has done there. And, and again, Louis Ferranda, who, you know, really helps make that happen and, and did all the booking there. And then I, but, you know, so I get to do a lot of stuff for Variety, done stuff for the Daily News, for Vulture. It's kind of like, you know, I, it's something that I'm passionate about. So I just like to pitch stories and to write about it. Well, if you do what you love, you'll never work a day in your life, right? <laughs> yeah, that's semi-true. I love what I do, and I but there are some days where it's still exhausting. Too. Yeah, and I, I the other one I like is I hate to write, but I love to have written. <laughs> yeah, so that is true. I love the interview process. I love the research. And then the sitting down and writing can sometimes be too painful. Yeah. Stuart Miller, thank you so much for being our guest tonight on Arthur. Thanks I for having me. Hour. Uh, you know, folks, in the next uh, segment, don't go away. Stay right here in AM 970 because Kevin McCullough will be joining me or I'll be joining Kevin McCullough on Radio Night Live. And we've got some great guests. We've got Tom T-Square uh, Harris to talk about uh, Times Square. And Tom T-Square was named by Michael Che. From a show. So Tom Harris has now got street cred, thanks to Michael Che. And also, um, uh, Journey Gunderson will be on from the National Comedy Center to talk about uh, the big announcement yesterday that Caroline's on Broadway will be doing a road show up to Jamestown. All right, so don't go away. Keep it here. AM 970, The Answer. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 